Welcome, 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 Rugby League fans. So great to have you. Uh, You've turned into literally the greatest podcast about Rugby League in the Americas. Because, as we've said it before, we're the only (laughs) podcast about Rugby League in America. So if you didn't think or you don't think that we're doing a very good job and want to go listen to someone else, well, good luck. Do it yourself. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, this is episode 205 of Rugby League in America. I am Dustin Zare, the man with the mic. And as customary, he's the abbot to Mike Costello, the host of Friday Night Music Party on Twitch, Mr. Jim Powers. Hey, man, what's up? It is so good to see you again. Always good. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, There's been a week. There's been a lot of... We're busy. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got lots of stuff to talk about. Um, on last episode, um, and some might even say it was the greatest episode or most epic episode that we've had. It it was definitely the most epic. I don't think there's any argument about that. I mean, again, this is only episode five, so it's again really we're, we're judging early, so it's going to live up to a lot. Um, we had the great Nate Gladden join us. Lots of good stuff discussed, um, oh, including our rugby league and America traveling all star team. I. Man, <laughs> I, I I had no Nate, idea he, he got that awesome. look. He got that look on his face, and I was like, "Where is he gonna go with that?" And then I could never have predicted. Nostradamus could not have predicted where no. Nate was gonna go with that it. conversation. I love it. No, I love it. I just man, that that is like a that is like watching wild horses. That was okay. Yeah, and it was great. And I'm, I continue. I can't Fantastic. wait for him to come back on and do it again uh, Absolutely. next time. Next time Fantastic. we'll probably partake in a little bit of beverage as well. Um, you know, obviously, a little bit. Uh, we're going to try to do better on the podcast. According to some people, Jim and I talk over each other and our guests, um, but <sighs> apparently they don't listen to sports talk radio or anything. So I don't know what that means. <sighs> we should probably introduce our guests, though. We should, but we should. as some of, some of you may know, so rugby league in America isn't. We used to be just Nate, like Frank. He was the only one that really did everything back yeah. back pr- prior to to Jim and I and everybody coming on. Um, just Nate. We, we've grown exponentially, right? Like, holy moly. As a oh part of the God. rugby league media conglomerate known as Chasing Kangaroos. That's right. Media conglomerate. <laughs> uh, we, we actually have about four to five people who work on various parts of this show and on social media, which is incredibly important. Um, we're, we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we're not on Snapchat, so don't try to find us there. Like, that's just ridiculous. No, we're not no, a kid. We're so, too old um, for Snapchat. So it'd be, we thought it'd be good to bring another member of the team on so you can introduce him so that you can yell at him uh, whenever something goes wrong on social media, because he's the one who handles about 95% of all the posting and sharing of news from around the Americas. And we do share literally everything about that. Uh, he is Mr. Dylan Ferracci. Dylan, welcome to the show for the very first time. What's going on, buddy? How much, guys? How are you guys? You know, we're good. We're just it's uh, good. apparently we, we got a, we got rugby league things to talk about. Oh, um, man. We have some people who are not happy with us that we will we'll talk about. Uh, <laughs> some people who have blocked us on social medias. Uh, some people who have yelled at you on social media. Thank you for throwing me under the bus. Right yeah, out of the gate. No, Listen, are, we're, if we're going to go under the bus, Dylan, you're coming with us. Oh, yeah, I already knew that. I knew that as soon as they texted me, asked me to join. It's this like, is oh. it. This is a this is a death cult. You're you're coming. You have to come with us. <laughs> yeah, right. It's all for one, one for all type of thing. Right? One, one for all. There you go. <laughs> like if you're going down, we're all going down we'll, with you. But we'll, we'll get to we'll get to that right because there's a lot. Yeah. 
So if you're really- yelling, if you're yelling at the RLA podcast, you're not. See, people think I think most people think it's either me or Dustin, but that is not the case. You're actually yelling at poor Dylan, who yeah. is an well, innocent. What platform are you yelling at? Well, right. Because see, people don't even know. So right. they're, if it's they're, Twitter, it's definitely not me. <laughs> <laughs> I mostly it's, handle it's, a it's different not, social media. It's not, it's not always me either. So. <laughs> right. <Exactly. Yeah. laughs> see, I don't know well, that. Who knows? Who knows? Done. Yeah, they don't so even know. Dylan's got a long way to go on social media stuff. We'll talk about that. Uh, Jim, it's been a pretty epic two weeks in, in oh, the God. world of American Rugby League. Uh, yeah. You know, we're we're going to talk about uh, the fun everything. just never stops. It never stops. It's like a it's like um, rugby league in the Americas, and I'll say I'll be rugby league in the U.S. We'll say yeah. this because rugby league down in Brazil, down in Jamaica, they're doing great things. Everything's yeah. organized. Canada, Canada, you're doing a great job. Rugby league in America is like the scene <laughs> in um, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory where they're riding in the car and everything's spinning around them, and yes. they don't know. Where Yes. We don't know where we're going to end up. Everybody's yes. freaking out. Nobody knows. And it, also, no one is listening to Willy Wonka and they're doing dumb <laughs> things and then bad things happen and then they're surprised. Yeah. That's that's also, it is very Willy Wonka. Like, oh, no, wait, stop, come back. It really, it really is. <laughs> it's like the meme where the guy's riding his bicycle and he sticks the stick inside his own In tires. his own tires. <laughs> Blame somebody else. <laughs> I I, ex- I tried to explain this the other night. So as a lot of people know, if you're a listener of the show, I'm a big soccer guy. And we had an event for Matt Turner, who is the goalie of my MLS team, the Revolution. And he's been signed to Arsenal. It's very sad. Um, he's also the U.S. Too. goalie. Oh, man. Oh, man. He's also the U.S. teams should be the number one goalie. So we had this very nice event for him the other night on Monday night as a farewell. But hello, we had we had the Boston Arsenal fans. We had the Revs fans. It was like, hello, goodbye type of thing. And I attempted to explain all of this, what we're going to talk league. about today. I yeah. did, yes. I attempt, because people know that I'm also rugby league, rugby union. You know, yeah, they know I'm here. And we talked a little bit about the Free Jacks and what happened to them. And then that kind of mutated into a conversation about this. And you have to see the looks on the faces of like 25 people that I'm standing there talking to. Just and these are people who are used to like these are this we're already here for an alternative American sport. Like this is not the big four. Like we're already here for something kind of left of the dial. Just it was like I was speaking a foreign language. And at multiple points did they stop me and go, No, no way. <laughs> like multiple points. I was like, no. And I was cutting it down. This was the cliff notes. I only gave them the cliff notes. I didn't even really the spark know. notes. Uh, yeah, sorry. Spark notes. That's, that's oh, yeah, the, no. That's I'm, what the kids call it now. Uh, <laughs> There's not a book actually that's called like the yellow book for cliff notes. You, you remember uh, it. I mean, I'm old. Anyway, yeah. Dylan <laughs> reminded me of my age. I know. Thanks, let's, Dylan. Let's, let's get into the scores. Let's get then. started. Jim, Canada. kick us off. What's uh, what, what's this? What's this segment called? All right, this segment is called Scores from, from around, around the Americas. So Canadian men, uh, June the 11th. And I love, uh, once again, we're talking about how much I love these names. I love Rugby League British Columbia. You guys are awesome. Uh, we had the Point Grey Thunder, 74 points. Good Lord. Uh, against the uh, Vancouver Dragons, 12 points. Yowza. Uh, the Whistler Wolves, who very awesomely follow me on Twitter. If you're not already following me on Twitter, get on that. Rest of you RLBC people, 34. <laughs> and then the uh, the Coastal Cougars. Love it, baby. <laughs> they are not from Florida. Thank you. I was going to say, they're not from Florida. Not from Florida. 
I need a coat. I need a jersey from all these guys. But yeah, Whistler Wolves thirty four, Coastal Cougars thirty two. It's a close Mayberry. game. Oh boy, that's very that's close game. Very close game. And then in my favorite, my two favorite, my two favorite names up there: the Valley Warriors thirty versus the Valley Vipers forty four in the Battle <laughs> of the Valley. They got We have the got to have a name for that. They need to have like a trophy. They need a whole thing. They need a loser has to buy the winner like a 12 pack of something that we need a whole okay. thing for that valley. Molson triple X probably. I don't yeah, know. So you well, you know <laughs> yeah. Uh, would not be opposed to that. Molson Pilsner. I wish they sold Pilsner down here. They don't. No. Um, no. Very upsetting. Uh, let's see. What, and uh, June the 18th, uh, the Cougars took out their aggression uh, on the poor dragons. Uh, yeah. 54 to 28. Uh, someone did not take that loss to Whistler well and just just body slam the Dragons. And then uh, the Vipers and the, and the Wolves drew at 14, which is not something I feel like you, you do not see a lot of draws at this level in North America. We don't really have a lot of draws. No. Well, it's the, outside we have of close soccer. games. Yeah, we have a lot of close games. Yeah. But I mean, like in rugby league in general, we don't really have a lot of ties. typically it's golden point right right. so like when that happens like golden point happens so i reached out on the social medias um and asked the rlbc i said was there not a golden point what was the decision and they said we ended in a tie okay all right that's interesting something 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 ties are fine i'm an old i'm an old hockey fan ties are okay uh works for me yeah uh and then after that one point gray I don't want to say beat the snot, but they posted a 20 point win over the Valley Warriors, 46 to 26 on a game that was played on the Tuesday. So your standings in rugby league, British Columbia, Valley Vipers, numero uno, Point Grey Thunder, numero dos, Uh, the Whistler Wolves, number three, the Coastal Cougars, now from Florida, number four, (laughs) the Warriors are number five. And the Vancouver Dragons are bringing up the rear. Uh, they gotta, they gotta get their busing gear. Come on, Dragons! So we need to. I also want to check on this because I, these are the standings that I created because the standings aren't live on uh, RLBCs. Um, these are these are our standings. This is what we well, understand the standings it, to be. So it's it's our standings, but the Wolves and the Cougars, right? So they they played each other, and and the Cougars beat the Wolves, but they're like. Or anything is the Wolves beat the Cougars, but the point differential is actually in the Cougars' favor. So three and four could be flopped theoretically. Um, and and Viper sitting number one in uh, in the league right now has caused a bit of controversy on the social oh, medias. Yes, especially it has. especially on Dylan's post, oh. <laughs> which which we'll get to a little bit later. Yeah, it has. Yeah, yeah we'll we'll discuss that in a minute. <laughs> And then uh, we see, see you. We hear you. Yeah, we know. <laughs> see, we are responsive, unlike other people in rugby league. All right, uh, let's see. Wrapping up here, round four. Uh, all the matches are going to be played at the uh, the most Canadian thing ever, the Gerald McGavin UBC Rugby Center. That is so Canadian. I love it. I can I can taste the maple syrup. Um, where the Coastal Cougars <laughs> will pull, will play Point Grey Thunder, the Valley Vipers will play the Dragons, who are trying to get off the Schneid. And the Whistler Wolves, I try not to say, Whistler Wolves will play the Warriors, say that Ooh. 10 times fast. Yeah, Again, that's lots of W's. That's Yeah, that's a lot of W's going on there. They, they like the letter W. And they're off on the week of July 2nd for Canada Day. Uh, By the way, for those is, Americans that don't know, Canada Day, which is 
Canada Independence Day is July 3rd, the day before American Independence Day. So it's Canada fun, Day. Fun a lot of fun. For you all. A lot of good, yes. good stuff. Awesome. Well, yeah, that's uh let's cover the north. Let's uh let's go a little bit further south. Um listen, the guys down in Jamaica are doing a lot of great things. They, they really have, are. one, they got a great website. Uh, two, they cover all their matches extensively on social media. They're all broadcasts. Uh, they're at least streamed somewhere. Not quite broadcast, but they're all streamed. Um, they they do a little bit of recap. So it's a good thing that we can actually talk a little bit more about what's going on down there. I did watch a little bit of one of the matches between Portmore and uh, the Spanish town Vikings. There is a guy that plays for Portmore. I kid you not. Go to, I think it's like All Sports Jamaica or something like that. And it shows a video. Number 23 for, I think, I want to say it's, maybe it's um, Spanish Town Vikings. I have, I have to go back and take a look now. He is an absolute monster on the pitch. Like, just just towers over everybody. I, I would, he's got to be at least 6'4", 230 pounds. Uh, I, I, mean, I, believe <laughs> like, I, I believe it. I believe it. 230, 240. Like, I believe you. Yeah. They have some serious athletes down there. I mean, yeah. that, that is, it really, it, I, I watched, um, was it? Oh, I can't remember. It was. It was before. their state of origin. Yeah, their, their, their origin or uh, state of count or that county matches. Pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, they've got some people down there that are. I don't want to get in their way. That's yeah, that's they, that's they've got some serious athletes in that country. The, uh, that's when they got the bid yeah. for the North America. Yeah, like they have some serious athletes. They're not a Joe Joe country. Yeah, parish of residence is what it's called. The P.O.R. Uh, right, 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 Par- right, parish, yeah, right, yeah, right, because it's like Louisiana, it's parishes, right? Yeah. Okay. So um, we're on round two, started on the 18th, which is uh, you know pretty exciting. So there's you know, a couple of weeks, just the second week's in. Uh, Washington Bulls um, played the first match up at Up Park Camp uh, over there right outside Kingston. Uh, pretty big defensive showing. They put up 32 points on the Hyenas, the West Kingston Hyenas. Uh, so the score final there was 32-0. Uh, they had three points. Three players that scored eight points. Uh, Oshane Eddy got his uh, got his first from four goals, and then uh, Ronaldini Frazier and center Lawrence Drummond both had two tries apiece in that match. Uh, we also got some nice scores from Chanel Brown, Orlando Masado, and Makaya Anderson to close out the scoring with a try each. Uh, Kavanaugh Smith of the Bulls, unfortunately, will pick up a one to five game suspension for a red card strike. I, I didn't i didn't see it happen but i may have to go back and watch to see what happened because a one to five game is a pretty big pretty big suspension for that in the second game we had portmore 48 over the spanish town vikings 24 now obviously antonio barker led portmore with a surprise win according to the uh, jamaican rugby league so 18 points for antonio in his match and he had three tries and two goals nice little hat trick uh rashid uh Pencil, uh was also the next top scorer for portmore at 10 tri- 10 points from two tries and a goal i like that they have multiple goal kickers you know i usually kind of see like, pretty cool goal, so that's pretty right, cool. you see the same names yeah yeah um and then of course on the other side we had um you know, Andre Lee topped the scoring for Spanish Town, eight points from two tries, and a couple points from Joseph Daly, Shade White, and then Stephen Williams. And uh, there was another red card for dissent in that match. Oh, dun 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 dun. Uh, yeah, the, I'm going to say this name probably long, but the Dragons from Laguania, we'll call it Laguania, over the That's Young how Frost, I would say it. Uh, Michael Pearson. Basically was in top form with 14 points from three tries and a goal. A lot of hat tricks that last week in the uh, Canadian, or in the uh, Jamaican Rugby League. So that's good. Uh, the NCC, as they call it, 
by the way. Um, Adrian Hall had six points from three goals. And then, of course, the pairing of Damian Smith and Akeem Kinstun, each not to try with the center and wings out there for the Dragons. Uh, for the Young Crocs, they had an eight-point try or eight-point haul from halfback Dominic Brown and forward Delano Jarrett. Uh, so lots of good stuff going in there. No red cards in that match. Sorry. No. <laughs> um, then we go on to the final match, which saw the Red Sharks uh, take on the Warriors. So defending champion Dehaney Park outscored JDF eight tries to one and a comfortable win up at the uh, the up park camp. So that's one place where all the matches were played on the outside of Kingston over there, which is which is pretty cool. You know, so kind of a magic weekend, if you will. Uh, the, uh, the top scorer for the Red Sharks was Adrian Brown, 10 points from five goals. Jensen Morris had a, a good form. It's basically he, he had some points the week before, so he had two tries uh, on this match against the Warriors. And then again, uh, a handful of tries from about uh, five other guys in that match. So lots of points being scored by the Red Sharks. And of course, down there, JDF got their first try from a, a debutante, uh, Joanne Forbes. So that's good. Good to hear. That Standings is. as it sits in the NCC right now. Uh, Red Sharks at a top with six points. The Bulls, Warriors, Hyenas, Portmore, and the Dragons, all with three points apiece. And then you have the Young Crocs and the Vikings who have goose egg. But again, only only week two. So we're yeah, all right. you already got started. I, early, I, I, early doors. I do enjoy that the uh, the Jamaican military has a team called the Warriors. I like that. The Jamaican know, right? Defense Force Warriors. Know, what, else would, what else would they be called? <laughs> sorry. I mean. Yeah, right. Um, coming up this weekend in round three is the Sharks and the Dragons, the Vikings versus Hyenas and Warriors and Bulls. I want to say something like where they play at the Uptown Camp Park where they played. You know, in America, we talk about all the places that people play and the issues like, oh, fields and stuff if you watch a match they're pretty much playing on some dirt and some sand like you know mm. they're the, not the best of fields but they're out there and there's some big hits so go yeah. watch some jamaican rugby league it's on their socials check it out it's good stuff it really there is. was there was one score that we that dylan and i found um and we had a conversation for about 20 minutes we didn't know where it came from so jamaica's u23s the rugby league u23s 38 against Texas, 21. Wait a minute. Now, Jim. Wait a minute. You might be asking yourself. And I might be. You asked me, WTF, Dustin. <laughs> Texas. Texas. Texas as in so, D- Dylan, do USA, you, question mark? Yeah. So, yeah. So, it was. It was a USA team. And uh, what Dylan and I have been able to uncover is uh, it was the Lone Star Conference rugby union collegiate touring side sure <laughs> so dylan you, you want to give a little bit of more info, like what you know about like just what you found out yeah like, so um i was scrolling around social media on instagram mostly and i believe it was the vikings that posted it and they it was just one random saturday and they posted the final score graphic and they just said Texas. They didn't say anything. And I saw one of the photos from that post, and it said rattlesnakes, and there was a logo on the jersey. So it took Dustin and I some digging <laughs> to figure out what conference logo that was, and we found out it was Lone Star. And then I believe you DM'd Jamaica asking, or the Vikings, I did, whoever. Yeah, I did the, the Vikings. I was like, like who, who are these guys? Yeah. What, what is yeah, happening? Yeah, we were like, 
And, and like the first question we both had, like Texas as in USA, Texas, or is this another makeup Texas team for all we know? Yeah, it could be. There's Texas's, you know, there's there's cities around the U.S. called like Texas, Indiana, like yeah, yeah. very original, or in Brazil, Indiana, whatever. That doesn't, you know, those are places. Yeah. Maybe there's a Texas, Jamaica. I don't know. There's a there's a Mexico in Maine. Because why not? I know. Yeah. So anyway, so this is this is a this is a 15s union team that also plays some 13s leagues, some sevens. Who knows? I'm sure they play some nines too. But when they're on vacation in Jamaica, was this like a was this, this, this a, is scheduled? Yeah. So they they went down there. Yeah. Apparently they're playing so, the union. Uh, go ahead, Dylan. I'll let you. Yeah. So a few years ago, um, one of my buddies who I went to college with, Wes Anderson, was selected to the Texas team, and they're supposed to go to Jamaica. I think this is right before COVID. Yeah, right. And he went to he went to UTEP, um, University of Texas at El Paso. So I, this could be the same team for all we know. Yeah, I just know he wasn't on the trip because he's dealing with injury right now. But we've asked again. We've reached out. Yeah. The part part is like we just don't know. That's I think it's that's the I think they shunned us because this is a league podcast. No, whatever. We don't care. <laughs> I meant them. Yeah. Reveal yourselves, Texas team. <laughs> Review yourselves. <laughs> I mean, that's that's I know, what we need. I mean, I know, pe- we don't... I know people in Houston who are yeah. who are doing who are trying to get the TXRL back up and running after 24 years yeah. of hiatus. But that's that's not them. No, nope. I know that for a fact. So, that's anyway, the... that's everything going on in Jamaica. Fascinating. Um, uh, D- Dylan, what do we got for? Uh, I'm going to turn it to you. What, what do we got going on this weekend for uh, for the USA? He gets the fun one. So, no, no, well, that's because we'll have to inject a lot. Because <laughs> you guys going to throw me on the bus anyway, so I, get, I, I need some benefits. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this weekend, we're going to start things off in the north in Delaware for the Delaware Nine. Delaware. The teams that will be participating in this are Delaware Fighting Foxes. Wait, what? Hold on. Did you just say Fighting Foxes, Dylan? Yes. The Philadelphia fight and the Delaware Black Foxes are now one team. When two become one. Okay. Th- this is like this is like during the Second World War when the Steelers and the Eagles played together as Phil Pitt, otherwise known as the Steagles. I was going to say this is what or the, the a, Cardinals in Pittsburgh. Card Pitt. Card Pitt. Very good, Dylan. Oh, yes. It's a smart man. Um, and then we also have the Boston 13 Woo. returning. The former USARL champion, Brooklyn King. Nate's loyalty. And mm. hold on to your horses on this one. <laughs> the New York Freedom. Yes, they are still alive. And we'll discuss it in a later segment. <laughs> but yes, the New York Freedom. There's been a lot of conversation on social media with one of the uh, what's the leader of the New York Freedom who just, Jim and I just a, this is not New York Rugby League no, not New York this Rugby is New League. York Freedom New York Freedom this is the New York Freedom that pulled out of the NARL last fall yeah gotcha and then the Columbus Voyagers <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not gonna believe it till I see it so okay so here's here's what I hear right okay Col- Columbus Voyagers represented oh represented doesn't mean playing so that means it means they can kind of they'll they'll have players there they'll they might have a team right (sighs) dylan loves the columbus voyagers by the way 
Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Um. So when I found out that the Voyagers were Player. participating in this, playing in this tournament, according to a fantastic was, article written by Brian Low. Yeah. Sorry. Or, or sorry. From Rugby League Planet. Well, we'll talk about that later too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could not find a single thing on them except for the articles from Rugby League Planet. Right. Except one Facebook group that has not been posted in until I did that day about the article. Wait. Since 2019. Yeah, that's a while. Yeah. Like spring 2019. Yeah. By the way, if you do search Columbus Voyagers on the interweb, uh, you're going to get a youth hockey team. Yep. Yeah, that's that's the only thing I've ever. I mean, I was. That's around when I started posting a lot on social media about rugby league, and then yeah, there was that whole plan that they were gonna. Columbus, uh, Chicago Stockyarders had been trying to get the Midwest RL Conference yeah. off the Up ground for years, and then yeah. there was the Rugby League Planet article, which I believe was from 2018 about them being involved. And then there was one from just last year that said they were, that the Columbus Voyages were ready to play and ready to go. And just COVID messed everything up. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, I hope that they, I mean, I hope that they can get a team there. I mean, I mean, we, we need more teams in the Midwest. Um, you know, we we'll did, talk yeah. about, we're talking about Cleveland. Larry. So everybody, the, as the day of the recording, this big news coming out of Cleveland that's coming up on the podcast here in a minute. But just you know, as we talk about that, we need more Midwest teams. We need more teams in the central part of the states. We need Chicago to come back. Yeah, um, we really do. You know, there's we need, Det- we need there to be a Detroit, a Detroit team, team. Yeah, badly. You know, something in the Midwest. Yeah, be something. Nice. Anyway. So, so that's, you know, again, that's what we'll see. We'll see what happens. I want them to come back. I want something to happen. But as of right now, like nothing points to good that it's going to happen. Right. There's no, there's no, they don't have social media. They don't have, again, go back to social media, man. Like, why no, we keep man just, please. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll yep. kind of go back on that, but it's just one of those things that it, it's yeah, good news. I'm, I'm going to, I'm forget about that. Good luck Voyagers. Good news here. Right. Overall good news. Yeah. yeah, I have even better news for you, Jim. Have oh, confirmation, yeah. Yeah. confirmation that the oh. not that the nines match this weekend in Delaware uh, will be uh. live streamed <gasps> on the Delaware Foxes uh, Facebook and YouTube accounts. So uh, they have asked they asked us if we could announce those matches, and I said only we had more than 24 hours to prepare uh, yeah that's uh, <laughs> next time <laughs> I, I would love to you just love have to. to yeah you can't tell me the day before that's not how the world works yeah. that's <laughs> there's lots of preparation that goes into that if so you Delaware, literally had told me monday i could have done it like monday yeah. or tuesday i could have done it but yeah, yeah. No, i can't with the 24 hour Delaware, guys, we, we appreciate the appreciate the invite i love. really do yeah literally yeah. just just give me like 48 hours notice and yeah. i will happily do it but yeah the day before that's not but hey that's Better than nothing. It's be- we no, were I'm excited. I'm the one that it keeps yelling about it is. I mean, I'm the one that keeps yelling about live streaming because I literally watched two amateur teams play in Minnesota yesterday uh, mm. with a score bug and announcers. And I know that both of them are run on the riff on the whiff of an oily rag. So it, it can be done. Yeah, anyway, for sure. I'll be quiet. All right. What else we got, Dylan? All right. So we're going to move over to the USARL. We have kicked um, off the from season. Week one. Yeah, we have officially kicked off the season. South. So, South. In week one, the Copperheads hosted the South Florida Speed. 
And at the beautiful. It was an eight at the. No, 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 I'm, the not I'm not going to say it. Paradise <laughs> Coast at the Paradise Coast. There you go. This will be, last, this will be the last time we building no, blocks, folks. Bu- building building blocks to the correct pronunciation <sighs> every time. Not, not the home of the Coastal Cougars. Not the home of the Coastal Cougars. Not known as the Pleasure Coast Soccer Center. Should be though. But but we do like it, the Paradise Coast. It is a great stadium. I, it is. It it and and again, I I'm going to keep banging the drum. There are there are literally dozens and dozens of those type of venues all over the country that we should be using, and the the because they love it because they it's extra money. The the yep. the uh the account for the venue tweets about rugby league more than some time. teams more than some teams do. Yep. Like they're down anyway. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, Dylan. Please continue. Oh, all, all, all set. So the Copperheads would win the match by a score of 84, or 88 to 4. Whew. Yeah. And Arnold Mananu had five tries and two conversions. He's a big man. For a total of 24 points. Five tries. I would like, not to stop him. Right. Also, fun fact, in case you didn't know, we talked about the Nate Clyden files. He actually, on his Inheriting Manhood podcast, uh, Nate's other podcast that he runs, he interviewed uh, Arnold uh, this past week. And it was actually released this week. So, so go listen to that yeah. if you haven't listened to it yet. So it's, cool. a good, it's a good episode. Um, that's cool. I will share that Instagram later yeah. today. No, that's good. Uh, I, what I will tell you is... Um, the kind of the heads of of South Florida Speed, they kind of said, "Listen, this was a lot of these guys' first time ever playing." Um, from what from what we hear from Copperhead, like they was a rough, like they laid some hits on them, um, pretty rough match. And a lot of them, yeah, first time. You know, the Speed had been known to be sevens and had played fifteens. They got a, right. a lot of a lot of union stuff, so Nine. uh, nines, right? So they're and they do some beach rugby down there in Florida too. They do. Um, and I think Ryan Forston, who's who's down there, uh, I mean they're they're trying to bring it like right last year was kind of like their first first year overall and they're trying right. to do some great stuff so you know credit to them they're, they'll get there i mean it's just it just takes time it's yeah it's, it's it's going to be a learning curve i mean there's there's going to be this is not going to be the only team that that struggles no. like this especially if you're coming over you know primarily I, I think they're primarily a sevens team if i'm not completely mistaken so this is this is going to be yeah. I think yeah. I think I read I think on Twitter someone told us that like they only completed like four sets during the whole game. They're playing defense like most of the time. So they're they're well when the score is eighty eight to four, you're definitely playing defense most you're of the playing time. Playing defense most of the time. I yeah. mean, yeah, that's that's you know, hopefully in the future we can get a longer season so the learning curve is not you know, yeah. they gotta get more it's it's like we say continuously, there there just need to be more games. I mean, they gotta, you know, yeah. A lot of a lot. There's more matches. Yeah, there's got to be more games. I mean, different a, a, different components because these four teams are really just playing each other. Exactly. Yeah. Right. The entire season, so right. it's going to be a little difficult. Even though you're getting to learn your opponent more, but it, it can be a little frustrating being your ass beat. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're. It would be like if the Jets only played the other teams in the AFC East all year. I mean, that's exactly. You're not going to learn. You know, you're not gonna you're you're gonna learn about the game, but you're not gonna learn as much as you could. So anyway. Yep. Yep. All right. Now we're gonna move to round two. Round two. Round two. The Tampa Mayhem would host the Southwest Florida Copperheads, so it would not be at the Paradise. <laughs> it was not hosted there. And the Tampa Mayhem would defeat the Copperheads twenty four to ten. 
and it would be led by forwards uh, Branca and Zuluga. Zuluaga. And with Zuluaga. Yeah. With Joe Eichner as well. Yeah. That's a, that's a strong forward pack there in Tampa. They've got, you know, they've got definitely some hawks they've there. Got, yeah, they've got some hawks. Uh, Justin Bronco, who's again, I, I think that's Nate's, Nate's favorite player, and then Andrew Zuluaga, the Zulu man. Like, if you watched uh, the Carolina Cup last year, uh, he played with um, he played with uh, Ryan Burroughs' team, and man, he was he is a hoss. He's played down. I want to, I forget where he's played in Australia, but I know he's played like. I want to say like provincial matches in Australia. But, and then Joe Eichner, I mean, he's, he's just a solid player all around. You know, again, that's three, three Hawks, three potential Hawks. You know, they probably have more on the team as well. Cause I know Tampa's Tampa's got a, they've got a solid squad. Like I'm, I, I, I ping them to go back to back for winning the South. Probably. I would agree with Pay, that. Call it now. I would agree with that. W- w- one game in. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, two, yeah, two games in, whatever. Well, yeah. All right, Dylan, what do we get? anybody else? There's always the second um, game. And then, yep, the second game of the week was Jacksonville the, um, taking on South Florida. <sighs> Ouch. And the Axon defeated the speed 80 to nothing. Yeah. With Kevin Watson named the MVP, scoring three tries for Jacksonville. Yeah. That's, that's tough for the speed going back-to-back with. Basically, yeah. you're minus one... 168 now um you know yeah. it's it, it's, it's a learning it's, curve it's a learning curve it's got to be defeating for for the speed you know i know that they're going to continue to keep playing obviously they're going to continue to keep doing doing what they do but you know you, you've got to you know it's one of those things where maybe some of these other teams that when they play the speed they're not going to play their their best guys maybe they try out something a little bit different you know right. with with the next week's matches coming up you know where will you know, basically where, where will the speed? Cause they, I think uh, I, may, I may take this from, uh, from Dylan here. I think in we, the next week we'll see the kind of the reverse match of, of this and or both reverse matches actually. And that Jacksonville will go down to South Florida and play the speed at home. Um, you know, maybe Jacksonville goes, yeah, let's try Let's try some new things. Let's, right. let's 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 shake it up a little bit here. Let's give some of our you know greener guys a chance to get on the pitch. You right. know, um, I don't know. Just make more of a game of it, if you will. Not Hopefully. that not that not that South Florida is going to slack, right? They're definitely not going to slack. That's just not who no. they are. No, no. Anyway, sorry, Dylan. You can continue now. I just want yeah. to in- inject a, a bit of standing <laughs> that we conspired as the. LA RLA podcast sponsored by the Chasing Gurus Network. <laughs> right. Um, Look at you. It's like you've been doing this a while. <laughs> <laughs> Jacksonville, we have placed first. Yes. Tied with Tampa with records of one and zero. The Copperheads in third with a one and one record, and South Florida with an zero and two record. And it's all but going off of the USARL website. It's all point differential for us, by the way. Like that's how yeah. we like be, just because. Jackson, the Axemen have a plus 80 and Tampa yeah. has a plus 14. That's the only reason mm-hmm. why. And, co- and co- yep. Copperheads is different because they've, they've got a loss. So, anyway. Yes. But if you go off the USARL website, South Florida is looking to be number one. I think it's just based off points, or they just didn't update everything correctly. I, 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 I don't, I don't know. know. On, on the site, it just says game points, none. 
and then it just says points none like they're just all zeros so yeah maybe it's a glitch in the matrix i don't know <laughs> maybe we don't know and so going coming up this week in week three uh we have the reverse fixtures as dustin said earlier week two of week two where the speed will host jacksonville and the copperheads will host tampa where jim <laughs> At the Paradise Coast. It's not the Pleasure Coast. I'm going to make my own shirts. I'm going to make my own shirts that say Pleasure Coast Sports Pavilion or whatever it's called. <laughs> I will buy one. I, I, it just, I, will, I swear I to God, I know, there's the, I know there's the Space Coast and I know there's the, it seems like there's a hundred different coasts down there. And I could swear well, that there was one of them. I could swear that was one of them. I Pleasure really coast. could. I could swear to God. I, I think, think it's a bar. I think it probably is. I think I'm confusing it with the, I think there's a treasure coast because I was in Treasure Island, mm-hmm. Florida recently, part of Tampa. And I think that's, that's I think when I was, I was on the beach in Treasure Island and I was like, May, maybe this is where I came up with it. Like maybe this is mm-hmm. where I started conflating the two things together to make, that's, that's funny. To make it one. But anyway, yes. And. Also happening in the United States, we have women's rugby league returning at the domestic level. Woo! Nice. Love it. With Jacksonville. The Jacks women. Taking the on. Axe women. The Jacks women. Axe women. I said Taking Jack. on the Tampa Mischief. I love that name, by the way. I know. That is really good. Yeah. That is a yeah. really clever. I love their logo, too. Yeah, their logo's good. It's a good stuff. Yeah. They've done some it's good It's a low-key helmet yeah. instead of the uh, mayhem head. Yeah, I it love is it. extremely clever. <laughs> a lot of uh, USA national team players, we'll call it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, including Samantha Black-Keels, who is the captain of the national team. She's also the captain of the mischief. So uh, yeah. that was on the Tampa Bay social channels. So they're doing a good job uh, doing some interviews with their, they their players. They really are. The Meet the Mayhem, and now they've started doing Meet the Mischief. Yeah, we definitely have to give them credit yep. because we we certainly we certainly have done enough criticizing. So when people do good things, we, we will reward you with clapping. <laughs> good job. Yes, Tampa Jim, Mayhem, they're doing Jackson. a good job. Jacksonville, the Axemen, they're doing some posting on socials there, too. Love have, to see that. Yes, excellent, wonderful. <laughs> there we go. Well, I guess uh, we can move on to the next one. Jim, do you want the next uh, bit, or do you want me to take that one? Oh boy, I mean, you're you're better at the. Uh, ironically, you're better at the pronunciations of these than I am. <laughs> okay, but we'll we'll, we'll, you, go to, we'll, we'll or, trade. We'll trade. You do this we'll, one, and then I'll do the. Do the I'll, next do, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll do the dramatic voice for the next one. But there we go. Yeah, you, right, you do. So, you know, obviously, we've covered Canada, we covered the U.S., covered Jamaica. Uh, we're going to go down to Brasil, Brasil. And, uh, Brasil. Um, some great stuff down there. And the Campeonato Brasil, the R- Rugby League Masculino. So Masculino. Masculino. better at this than I. So uh, you, you've got, you know, last week you had the debuting uh, in the Brazilian Rugby League was the Sao Paulo Raiders. Um, they beat the Moringa Hawks uh, last Saturday on the 18th. Sao Paulo won 36 nil. Put up a goose egg on Moringa. Hey, for a debuting team, that is not bad at all. Very um, impressive. Sao Paulo really had a strong first half um, because they broadcast their matches on on the socials. And so you can go watch <sighs> it on it. Uh, again, you can just watch. You don't have to speak the language or anything, but they broadcast yeah, it. Yeah, um, you, you know, know the rules. Uh, yeah, you know the rules. You know, 
I think it was it, it was a good match. You had um, the, the, a lot of forward tries. Um, one one of the big players, I, I forget his name, uh, for Sao Paulo. Like he, I think he had two or three tries. Um, you know, obviously, it, it, with it being thirty six zero, it's uh, it's kind of a goose egg. But that's that's all right. The uh, there's a return game, which I think it's coming up in two weeks. Um, so basically, the Raiders will visit Moringa because I believe Sao Paulo hosted that one. So we'll see what happens there at Willie Davis State David's Stadium uh, in Moringa. Uh, and then in the Feminino, we had the the Rhinos from uh, that we were in Sao Paulo. Uh, the uh, Victoria, should I say, is where the Rhinos play from. They beat Moringa uh, twenty six to sixteen. Uh, kind of a dominant first half from the Rhinos. Apparently, um, lots of good open play according to the uh, Brazilian social media. Little handling errors every now and then, but uh, Victoria had a good advantage. And then, which I love this as far as a, a translation, uh, when it seemed that the game was already set the moringa hawks became the phoenix were reborn and scored three tries in the final 20 minutes uh, other languages are way better than english yeah it was great (laughs) i love that Um, so so that's exciting you know so you've got um you've you've got the uh the 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 competition the brazilian competition for the women so right now molina sit atop of the table with eight points uh this was the rhino's first win of the season so that's good um and then moringa is zero points so i think the rhinos uh, molina has beaten the rhinos and moringa and then the rhinos beat moringa so basically two and oh one and one and oh and two on that leadership on that leaderboard um in other very exciting news coming out of south america chilean player matthew crocker for the newcastle knights scored his first nrl try versus uh, the raiders on june 19th unfortunately couldn't propel the uh the knights over the raiders who lost 20 to 18 and that jim is news and scores from around the Americas. <laughs> Fireworks everywhere. Exactly, yeah. Explosions. Explosions, yeah. birds, hawks, <laughs> fighter jets, red tails. Red tails, yeah. That's, well, fighter planes, for, red for tails. People who, for people who complain about that stuff, that's literally about 35 minutes of covering every single game that just happened in the past two from, weeks from British Columbia down to Brazil. That is from, quite from, from Whistler and everywhere in between literally, literally from, from Whistler, from to Whistler British Columbia to Sao Paulo. I think actually, that further, covers actually technically Chile is further South. So we can, it, well, no, it is, it is <laughs> but they didn't do anything. We don't know what's going on there. So I, that, that, that covers about 500 million people that covers like half a billion people right there. Yeah. That, that's, love it. Between the U.S. and Canada, that's like 400 million. And then Brazil is like another two. Yeah, that's like, what, 100 million people. So anyway, <sighs> when people complain about us not covering stuff, there you go. We, we did. There you go. All right, we, all right, Jim. we do. We got some big oh, things to talk about. We do our jobs here, folks. Yeah, I know, right? We do our jobs. What, Jim, what do you got? What's next oh, on boy. the docket? I, I this this needs like when you edit this, there needs to be like the the Thunderstruck guitar solo needs to start playing like right in the beginning of this. Oh boy. So this is the much the much discussed the the long gestating. We'll call it that rumors and Thank you, Dustin, for letting me do this. I, I, I'm so excited about this. I think okay. everybody's excited about this. All right. So <laughs> all of our here, sources are anonymous, though, by the way. We'll just anonymous. We here at the Rugby League in America podcast, myself and 
Dustin and, and Dylan and, and Nate Gladden, wherever in the world he is. He's like Carmen Sandiego, but a good guy. Um, we get lots of messages, like daily. Like, believe it or not, like it makes me feel important. I'll tell you that we get we get a lot of messages from a lot of different people. So we will not we 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 do not disclose our sources. I went to the journalism school at Northeastern University. I know how this works. Never disclose your sources, but we get lots of insider information because people like us because we're cool. And we well, Dustin, it's what we like to think. Uh, Dustin, I'm not going to say we because Dustin did this, compiled this all into a nice little neat little bullet pointed document, which I will now read from. There's probably more on there that we're missing too, but I'm sure there probably is. But these are, these are the large, these are the large, you know, holy bleep. Did you hear about this? That, that, that sometimes people tell us about, uh, number one. So I don't even know if this is, this is where people start looking at me funny. So the USARL uh, posted the information uh, confirming the thir- the 13th uh, in, you Brooklyn. Know, in Brooklyn. And, and does this mean originally we thought that, that the USARL North was going to be reconstituted because you know they were in it along with brooklyn and delaware and that's you know so the impression that we got ladies and gentlemen people of the world was that you know the non-binary don't want to leave you out that we we were we were getting the band back together here we were we yeah. were going to get the philadelphia fight multiple former national champions involved here now philadelphia fight national champions multiple times brooklyn kings national champions boston excuse me all of them. boston 13s 2015 national champions we were going to get them back delaware i don't know if delaware is everyone's Delaware everyone the league i don't think so have they no whatever no so they were all getting back together and then ladies and gentlemen like like a 1980s wcw program <laughs> that's Word. mark offerdahl's music so mark offerdahl shows oh. up on twitter out of nowhere. He's not very active on Twitter. He he comes off the top rope. Okay. And with just, the flying elbow into the flying set. elbow. Like this was some this was some serious like hacksaw Jim Duggan stuff. He just comes flying out of nowhere. Cause this had been up for a couple of days. And the impression that we were all given, you know, in not so many words, was what I just said. That you know, US Aerial North was reconstituted as it kind well, of used they were to be. It's because the U.S. Aero was posted about the uh, the Delaware Nines coming the up. Delaware Nines, yeah. So they had posted this this image, right? The Delaware Nines, and, well, and it had and the, the logo, and it was and it was also on their um, their website. Like the, yeah. the the Thirteens and the Kings are also on their website. Yeah. Um, af- after the fight had been removed, and after California had been removed, right? Which we'll get, which we'll get to, which we'll also get to. So, out of nowhere, cometh. <laughs> the captain your build-up is great by the way you know i i I, I try i try so he just lays waste to this like when you were a kid and you watched the royal rumble and there were like 15 people in the ring and then like one dude just came down and started bonking everybody on the head and throwing them out yeah somebody like that came on down went to town on them and we learned through this you you have to be you wouldn't know this if you don't follow both of them on Twitter. Uh, we learned that that the New York Freedom 
are going to make their debut because they weren't on the poster. They were not on the on the imagery that that the that the league was that the federation was sharing, uh, and that Boston and Brooklyn uh, and, and New York and New York <laughs> are not in, in in actuality affiliated with the governing body. Uh, okay. <laughs> And, that and thus they are, are independent teams. <laughs> and thus are independent teams. And and that 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 uh, after the review drops, that they'll think about it. But as of right now, uh, literally from the the horse's mouth. Uh, although I suppose he's from Australia, so it's a Brumby like, <laughs> from the Brumby's mouth. Uh, that they are not affiliated with the USRL yet. They may be, maybe, I think he literally said something like maybe in the future, but not well, right now. So, so, so here's here's the official tweet, and then we can move on to the next one. Yes, yes, please, 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 read, read out the tweet. Read out the tweet. Please, please make it clear that Brooklyn, Boston, and New York are competing at this event as independent teams and are not a part of the USARL and will not be until the reform has run its course. This is very misleading and sneaky. We did ask you not to do this. Off the top rope. <laughs> that just the brut- oh, just the brutality. Just what? Just, city. What? Is, seriously? What? Is, oh, my goodness gracious! That's crazy. I, well, it I mean, is it's crazy. Not, not crazy, but it's definitely one of those things where you go, "Oh, well, that just happened." When you have a former captain, I mean, he made. I, is he still the captain? What you have someone who has in the past. We'll put it that way. When you have someone who in the recent past has been the captain of the national team. Telling the governing body what's going on—that's not ideal. That's yeah. that's not ideal. That's probably not a great situation. That's really it's unfortunate. Um, so that's happening. Uh, we'll see tomorrow, and then uh, we discovered uh, that a new LA club will be announced. That's what they tell us, at least. Okay, that's what. That's that's what we hear. That that's what we're hearing from from birds, many birds, flocks of birds. But Jim, you might say, well, what about the current LA club? Exactly. The so yes, the <laughs> the the segue. <laughs> recently, yes, this is this is get on your surfboard at Huntington Beach. Uh the the existing, but they weren't, but now they are again. <laughs> this is why people look at me funny. So you had in 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 California rugby, you had the LA mongrel who have a great logo. They have a great name. It doesn't really mean what it means in Australia, but we know what a mongrel is. So whatever, uh, terrific branding, terrific jerseys, uh, pretty good team. Uh, they had, they had, they had been removed from the California rugby league. And then a couple of weeks ago, unceremoniously, uh, unceremoniously and contentiously removed yes. from with, with no small amount of controversy. Animosity. Yeah. Controversy yeah. and animosity were removed from California rugby league. Uh, they, they reemerged uh, uh, to quote the Brazilian website, like a Phoenix uh, from, from sleepy time and are going to rebrand. Um, they're back, uh, also, and there, I don't think there has been an official confirmation that the San Diego Barracudas are also back, but they are once again active on Twitter. So it looks like they are, um, who they're going to play. I mean, they can't just play each other. There's only two of them got to do something there. 
So something, something's That's happening. Fun. That's fun. So you'll have two teams. Well, I mean, LA, there should be multiple teams. New York and LA should have multiple teams. They're, they're yeah. the two largest cities in America. There is plenty of room. They should yeah. have multiple teams. Uh, every borough in New York should have a team, number one. And Los Angeles could probably have at least four or five. I mean, there yeah. are so many people there and there's so much. <laughs> there are so many places to play. Should happen. Anyway. Yeah. Going back to the the NIRL, uh, uh, just d- does it exist? Does it not exist? The, 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 it's it's Schrodinger's rugby league. It it may or may not exist at the exact same time. Um, the schedule rumors that we are hearing uh, here here at Rugby League in America headquarters is that it's going to start. Believe it or not, you don't have to take my word for it. Uh, July the 9th or on July the sixteenth, which. You know, it's not again far ideal. Away. It's not far away. It's also not ideal that we don't have a a hard firm date, but at least someone is trying to do something, and there may be a real live actual North American Rugby League game, not a preseason game like like a real one. And then uh, to wrap this up, uh, <laughs> at least my end of this section, uh, we have heard many. Again, flocks of birds uh, have 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 dropped us many messages. It's like Harry Potter. We get the owls. Uh, that that there's going to be another competition because that's what we needed, folks, just to make this more fun. We needed yet a third. This is this is the WC. I'm going to call this the ECW. So we have the WWF. <laughs> we have the WCW. This new that's thing. Funny. I'm going to call this ECW. Uh, it, it, it kind of fits, really. Uh, so this this new competition may involve as many as four teams from the Beehive State, from the state of Utah, uh, which would be really fascinating considering the very high concentration of Polynesian Americans who live in the state. Uh, which which Nate did say last week, due to the history of Mormons. Yes, that's 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 true. Uh, he he did say that. I, I would be I would be fascinated to see how that works. Uh, the the if you're not familiar and you're probably not because you're a league person but the the major league rugby's team in utah is 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 pacific islander branded for god's sakes they're called the warriors and their imagery is very thick 100 percent, 100 percent pacific islander and they don't do they're not you know gangbusters at the gate yet but they're they're getting there so they maybe, get a couple thousand every game. They do. They're they're getting there. Yeah. Um, maybe and they played a really nice facility. They played that Zion yeah. Bank Park. Zion Banks. Did, uh, yeah. uh, the uh, what are they called? Great the Campbell. Monarchs. Uh, Real Salt Lakes, basically reserve team plays at. Yeah. Um, but again, that's using soccer facilities that I keep saying. So hopefully, if you get a rugby league, I mean a cold competition. I mean, if you're getting like at least three or four teams in there, like we've been hearing about, you could get the you know, hopefully the, the Samoans and the Tongans and the, you know, and, and people, the Fijians, all of whom live in Utah, who are more of the rugby league bent uh, uh, to come out for that. Um, but that's going to be fascinating. So that is only that is only some of the things that we have heard. I'm, we, I'm could gonna, I'm whole, gonna, we could do a whole episode. If we really could. I'm, I'm going to hand the spirit stick back to Dustin so he can talk. <laughs> this is, there's more. All right. 
so that we talked about a lot. We're going to go over on this episode of the podcast because we have to, because we're now yeah, getting we, into the juiciest part of the things that we know. All right. As of today, this recording of this podcast on June 24th at the, in the afternoon, we'll just say um, this morning, uh, these are kind of news. I, I'd labeled this news controversies and disputes, but this is really just news. Like this is most important news that's happening in, in the day. Um, this morning, the Cleveland Rugby League has posted that they have officially backed out of the NARL. Um, it, they wished the NARL best. They said, hey, we're just we're backing out. Please stay tuned for any news and further updates. We wish the NARL best on the future. It wasn't quite like when Brooklyn and Boston and New York Freedom backed out and they just basically said, eh, piss off. You know, we're we don't have lack of faith and things like that. Uh, it was very amicable, it seemed. Um, we have, uh, unfortunately, we reached out to the NARL for a comment and they were not able to get back with us in time. They may have messaged me during this, and so I don't. I just checked, and they didn't. <laughs> um, but the Cleveland Rugby League, we asked them if they'd like an official statement, and they also said we are not going to give an official statement on the matter. So the question is, what? Why? What? Why did they back, why did they back out? Um, they are now promoting beach fives in Cleveland, which is kind of funny because like, size and everything in Cleveland is a beach town but it is on Lake Erie so there is a beach the, the, the beaches of Lake Erie are not great trust me I'm the, from Cleveland I, so <laughs> from Ohio excuse me I have friends in Cleveland I know but but the, I mean I think the big issue is and I'm going to come off really you know kind of cynical on this Cleveland never really had a team in my mind. They had a, they have a, they have an amazing social media presence, and this does they not do. take away from anything yes, that no. Monty does. And and the guys up there, they are doing great things with with youth. They're doing great things getting in the schools. They've got seven schools now. They created this Bulby thing, which is just weird to me, but that's fine. Whatever. Um, yeah. They're they're active as as any team as as every team on social yeah, media. I mean, we right we yell at everybody. Dylan, how many how many posts a day do you share from Cleveland Rugby League? At least two. At least two every day, every day, every day. If, and there's more, there's probably more stories and stuff. Yeah. Like they're right. They're so, active. They're one of the most active NARL teams out there. They're right one now. of the most active like rugby league teams out there. Former NARL, former NARL. <laughs> right, right, but, right. but like prior to that, they were in the NARL. Yeah, but Dylan, I mean, you've seen them on. You see teams like in in the NRL, right? The Penrith Panthers, Eels. In all reality, how much is Cleveland posting in comparison? Is it this, it's probably the same, if not more, than those than those professional lead sides are, in some cases. In the in comparison to NRLs, roughly about the same, right? So the NRL biggest, are the, posting constantly. Yeah, so but, the biggest the yeah. biggest competition in, in the league, like they're posting. So anyway, not to take anything away from Monty, my biggest critique was. I love that you're posting. I love that everything's happening in Cleveland and they're promoting the game and youth and trying to grow and, and get recognition. But never once did I see any more players at training than seven. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. There's, like, there's I, not, I, I mean, it's yeah, and... beach fives is probably a good start. You know, it's the Cleveland crusaders. I guess this is the third or the fourth year they've been doing it. Yeah. They've been doing it for a couple of years. They've been doing it for a couple of years. So yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like he, they, 
it, it's great. And we don't want to be negative. I mean, we're any God, but there's not enough of us to be negative. You know, we need as much help as we can get in this sport, in this country. And, and you need people, you know, and that's an area, like we said before, that's an area of concern. You know, the Midwest, it's just a giant empty blot on the map as far as rugby league goes. So it's fantastic that, that someone is out there like trying to do something. Um, and, and again, right, we complain all the time about people, please, we beg people, we yell at people, please be more active on social media. And they are, they've got that part down. The marketing and the promotion and the branding and all of those things down pat, like they they do a fantastic job of all those things. But yeah, it's not, there's not a team there. There's a great concept and yeah. there's a great brand, certainly. And, and, you know, and, and they're, and it's good that they're getting into the schools. It'll be better when the kids are actually playing the game, but they have a great after school program going and, and you don't yep. want to downgrade from that. But there, there, there isn't a team that's not, a t- I mean, you, you have to have 13 guys at the least, at least, at least. And, and it just hasn't happened yet. And I don't, I can understand why. I mean, I, I've been involved in soccer in this country in one way or another for longer than I want to talk about. And I know how difficult it is in a much, which is a much bigger sport. And I know how hard it is to get people to come out to play if it's not professional. I, I completely understand that probably me better than most people, but you, you have, you have to have at least, you gotta yeah. have the people. You gotta have the people, and and how you go about getting the people, we you, is there are a couple of different ways you can do that, but you you have to have the people, and it's probably not helping that there's no league. You know, there's no that we've seen. You know, there's there's no competition that they're in, and the nearest teams are Chicago, a couple hundred miles away. Oh, Columbus I mean, Voyagers. Well, not right. So now, right. There's, and that was the thing. I mean, that was, you know, I mean, COVID screwed up a lot of stuff, but it really, you know, I don't know what happened to the stockyarders. I've been trying to find out that, that I don't know why that just seemed to have, that seems to have hit a massive dead end. Um, some sort of massive issue that they're not competing anymore. But if, if they're, you know, if, if Cleveland had been playing and, and Chicago had been playing and, then Columbus would have came online. I mean, at least I give you something, but yeah. Yeah, it's rough. Dylan, what do you, um, what are your thoughts on that, on the whole matter? Well, I don't know if Monty kept it to Cleveland or just around the surrounding area of Cleveland, but I think expanding his market a little bit for players of people who could play. Yeah, maybe including the Columbuses and the Cincinnati's. It's, it's a pretty, definitely it's, could have helped. It's a pity break drive, though. Like, I mean, from yeah. Cleveland. To, I mean, it's a five-hour drive from Cleveland to Cincinnati, four and a half if you're flying. Yeah, but like you know, you get down but, to like the Akron I, Canton area, you get more clubs. But there's a couple yeah. clubs in the Cleveland area that they could pull, like pull Union guys that they could pull from. Yeah, but, but it, it, that's also another issue. Like there, there are guys I've seen this in Union for years. They're just so stubborn to stick with their one club. Yeah. 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 It's been a huge issue. Like I've seen it with, yeah, I'm fine with that, but there's a point where like you keep on saying you want the sport to grow, but you don't want to help another team grow a little bit. Yeah. It's kind of ignorant on your own part. Yeah. It's like you keep on saying you want to have better refs, but there are no refs. Right. Yeah. Right. There is no clinics. Right. And that's and, the, and that's a huge issue right now in all sports. I'm seeing that yeah. at my my college right now. Referee shortages in yep. every sport. It's horrible in soccer right now. 
any uh, amateur yeah, soccer. Rugby, same hockey. Yeah, all hockey's oh and, my god. The local yeah. the local um uh high school league that in the town I live in is basically begging people. Like they put yeah. they literally put out ads in the paper. Like like mm-hmm. if you if you reft in the eighties, like if you like if you even know the rules, like come on down. So yeah, I mean yeah. that's something uh, else we need to work on. It's it's yeah. it's unfortunate. The entire situation's unfortunate, right? Um, yeah. I, I hope that, you know, maybe there's a chance. You know, like we say didn't have players. I somebody told me, well, they played last season against DC. There was actually some Atlanta guys and some DC guys that played for Cleveland yeah. in there. Like, yeah, it, they had right. They had help, like, which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. That's we'll, that's fine. We'll we'll just have to wait and see what happens next. That's kind yeah, that's, of where we're at right now. Um, I wish them the best. I hope they continue to do their after-school youth programs. I think that's yeah, great 100%, for them. Yeah, um, that's great. They're going to keep doing that and keep going on. Um, moving on, <laughs> I had a I had a segment called "Who Did We Upset This Week." <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pass that. Uh, by the way, uh, Vancouver Valley Vipers, uh, we hear you. We see you. Oh yeah. About the controversy of who we selected as one of our so, so yeah, Dylan. That- had Dylan and Nate had started picking out the award-winning, you know, rankings so far, uh, and upset a boatload of people. <laughs> uh, we won't talk about it as much because we're because again we just covered forty minutes of around the the the, the countries. So, but and there's one last big topic that we really, really, really have to talk about. Uh, so, Dylan, you get saved from getting thrown too far into the bus for picking Point Grey Thunder, who won, but yet Valley Vipers have yelled at you on social media, which is funny. And other people who have selected like the team, the player of the year and things like that. I have people reaching out going, well, did they even watch any of our matches? And I was like, uh, or what's the criteria they're selecting? We're just kind of guessing right now. Yeah. Yeah. We're just kind of throwing out there. We're doing doing the best we can. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like when it came to the team award, like for the watch list for that, like it's kind of difficult to place these teams like who's winning when there is no table. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, and it came down to us combining the BC nines along with the composition. Yeah. I was using the whole year so far. I, it was not because we were comparing it with the Carolina storm. Yeah. Like, and you can keep on going down the list. Yeah, right. right. I mean, um, you're, you're, you can't, you can't please all the people all the time. No, someone, someone way, is going to be mad. For for anybody, yeah. anybody that complains that about, we knew uh, that going in. Yeah, for anybody that complains about how we're not doing it for the teams or the players from all the competitions around the country or countries, like including South America, like this is just America based. Actually, we had Canada. We have a player from yeah. you know I, we've got Jamaica on there, um, and so maybe there's a team from Brazil that's going to pop in there next week, or a player from Brazil, uh, or guys from Jamaica that are going to pop up. You don't know um, because they're the only people playing right now. So other than that, if you're not, if you don't have a competition, you're not going to get on there. Period. Um, There's got to be. Let's let's move on to the biggest news. We saved the best for last. Is that where I put in the, uh, Yes, you put, put it yeah, in, the, in the editing. In the that's where that goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this past week, the International Rugby League came out with news that the USARL governance and the IRL have been finalized. Um, um, uh, an MOU, which is a memorandum of understanding, had been agreed upon. Basically, <gasps> what it's happening, whatever started back in 
October of last year that Jim and I have complained about a few times, taking forever going about the speed of smell, has been finalized, which is very exciting. According to the uh, the IRL and Mr. Troy Grant, uh, the finalization of the new government's model for rugby league in the United States has urged all stakeholders within the game to help implement changes. It didn't say USARL, NARL, CRL, or anybody else. It said all stakeholders within the game. All stakeholders. Because people who were involved in that uh, initial uh, consultation, um, part of the you know who they spoke to, they were members of NARL, CRL, USARL, non-members of the media. Who who could that have been? <laughs> Can't imagine. Can imagine. But yeah, people the world may never know. People will. The yeah, world may, may never will. know. Um, the IRL and USA have signed the memorandum of understanding and a transitional commission, including the America's Rugby League Regional Manager, Romeo Monteith, on behalf of the IRL will be in place until a new board is elected under the terms of amended bylaws with elections to take place no later than February of 2023. In a quote from Troy Grant, However, the rug for rugby league in the United States to grow where we all know it can and should be requires all stakeholders to play their role and work together. Mr. Powers, your thoughts. Did did, did Troy Grant quote The Rock? Know your role? Is that what I just heard? (laughs) I play 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 that role. (laughs) That's uh, that's not The Rock. rock. Is that The Rock? Know your role? Shut your mouth. mouth. Is that what he just said? Know your role I mean, I don't blame him. Not, not in those words. Not in so you know. many words. Not in so many words. But I'm sure he's tired of dealing with it. Yeah, I, I, I will try to keep this short because we already ran longer than we normally run. But we apologize, Don Carboni. Yeah, Zio Carboni. We're very sorry, Zio. I, I, it sounds good. Like it, it almost. And I don't want to. Again, I don't want to be negative, and I don't want to. I don't want to denigrate it because it's not really what I'm doing. Everything sounds good when people say it, right? And then nothing happens. Like everybody, you know, like the announcement for the NIRL and and, and all other, but there's quite a few other things that have been announced in the last three or four years. They all sound good. They really do. It's the, it's, it's not the announcements. It's the execution. So is this going to get everybody to at least acknowledge each other's presence. If I don't think there's going to be like a murder. I don't think, I think too many bridges have been burned for certain organizations to rejoin other organizations. I I, I don't think with their current, as they are currently constituted. Um, I think if you can change clearly as, as the owls that bring us the little notepads have been telling us, you know, the current, as as the governing body is currently constituted, there are some major issues with some big people. Um, and and if that changes or or they're not the only people sitting there, maybe, you know, but if we can at least get to a point where there is minimal infighting, because apparently rugby league requires a certain amount of infighting to exist. Yeah. Uh, there, there apparently always has to be some. Uh if we can get people to acknowledge each other's legitimacy, 
that would be great. Even if we can't get everybody to play in the same league, if we can at least get to a point where everyone acknowledges each other's legitimacy and the national team can pull from wherever, I would be fine with that. That would be a huge step forward from where we're at right now. Uh, But yeah, I mean, and again, it's, it's, uh, we've talked about this before. It's coming soon. Everything is coming soon. So February, long time from now, hopefully it seems like a long time. It'll probably yeah. be here tomorrow, yeah. but hopefully, you know, the, the elections will run smoothly and and we can. It's a game, folks. It's a game. We're talking about a sport. No one's even getting paid. <laughs> like no. It's it's a sport. Just. Yeah. Anyway, D- Dylan, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, you see a lot of the people posting on on the social medias and stuff. What do you what have you been thinking about the way this is kind of pre- been presented across the different channels and. That you're the impact it sounds, it sounds like what happened to the USA rugby last year or 2020, whatever it was. Sorry to bring up Union again, but like it, it's there's parallels, it's okay, yeah. But it, it's something similar happened with USA rugby with World Rugby having to come in and having to be the babysitter and how to maneuver everything. And it had USA rugby take less control over the domestic competition, at least at the collegiate level, and they backed away from the MOR for a little bit. Yeah. Are they still working together? Yes. But USA Rugby is not really as involved as they were three years ago in the collegiate game. Yeah. They, there's, a, there's, a, there's a majority, the majority of US collegiate teams are under the NCR. Yeah, completely different. And there are still some teams that are in the USA Rugby. But so these teams are able to compete against each other, which is good, great. But if I think going back to last year with the announcement of the NARL, I wish the USARL had backed away. Like, hey, we acknowledge this is a league. We don't really want to be involved with them as much, but they can do their own thing. Yeah. And then if they're able to compete, they, they could still compete for a spot on our international team. Will it be harder for us to track those players maybe but again i think every party needs to look at themselves and look at the bigger picture of the growth of the game in the, in the country yeah 100 and yep. that starts with looking at what is in front of you yeah i i, I think you have you have some you have some good points there you know and what we talk about is the the impact <laughs> i'll take a step back even further we all know of the controversies of the issues that have been going on with USARL like over the past couple of years. And I get tired of people saying, Oh, we're, we're back. We're, you know, we had one game here and two games here. And, we're, and this is doing better. Like it goes beyond that. The game has been in decline in the U S for the past couple of years. It's not just the, it's not the NARL just popping up out of nowhere that has caused this much yeah. strife and rift. Like, and I'm so tired of people saying that, right. Yeah, like, it's the not issues, just that. It's it's not just that the NRL was a catalyst. It got people it got people talking about rugby league in the United States who hadn't been talking about it in years, right? Like people yeah. who like, like I myself, like I just kind of I faded away for a little bit, and I was like, yeah, like well, I guess it's you know after the AMRL, like like AMRL, like that that's after that happened after the Hawks or like the Tomahawks played in the World Cup, it was like the new board comes in and everything kind of goes into disarray and it's like, well, I, whatever. I kind of like forgot about it for a little bit. Um, you know, keeping, you know, the distant watch, watchful eye on what's going on. But I think the NRL coming on was 
it was a catalyst and it got people thinking, well, could you be a, have a professional competition? Yes, there are issues that have happened with the NARL. There's, there, it's evident everywhere. Is it still, they're still trying to play? Yes, they are still trying to play from all that we know. But from the USAL standpoint, this has been going on for a while. The growth of the game has been stagnant at best since 2017. Easily. Yeah, you say, Jim? Easily. You, you could even, than, yeah. 15. I mean, you really, yeah. I think the problems, the, the, the issues really began. And I feel the same way. Like I came into it 2010, 2011 um, when I went to see Oneida FC. We're bringing back dead teams, man. Come on, bring me back my team. Um, and when I, I, like, yeah, I'm going to say 2016 because that's when I started hearing about like, the players were crowdfunding to go to qualifiers what and i it was and it wasn't there wasn't as much chatter on twitter as there is now there's way more twitter is a way better source of information than it was people will tell you anything on twitter and thank you for all those people that do by the way they do yes oh absolutely we love our sources but but in 2016 there wasn't as much and it was like there was stuff on like the total rugby league message boards and you had to, there was all these like arcane corners of the internet. You kind of had to be on. And then, yeah, the, the rock, dark web, the dark, the dark web of rugby league, um, the 2017 world cup and the shambolic lead up to it. And, and the just, just, there was no promotion. There was no, no, nothing. God, no, there was nothing. And no. and that really exposed, I think, the the rot that had set in since 2013. Um, and and just the getting blanked and destroyed and embarrassed um was was really not great. And yeah. and but then, you know, hot on the heels of that, we had Denver, which as much as the NRL didn't want to have happened, happened and was on easily accessible national television. Oh my god. Uh, had a crowd the same size as an MLS game or a, or a NHL game or an NBA game. Oh my God, 99% Americans who had never seen the sport before. Hey, uh, everyone had a great time. I know at least 25 or 30 people who went and they had a freaking blast. I was there. Uh, so, I mean, everyone I've spoken to, everyone I've spoken to had, had uh, really, literally like 25, 30 people I know went and, and absolutely loved it. Um, so there was there there's hope there there's that the, it, it's you know it's it's the old sports saying it's the hope that'll kill you but there's so much potential yeah. like ah, it drives me crazy isn't there's it so still much. the highest attended match what's that doing like isn't it still the highest attended attended match yeah for in u.s history yeah for rugby league yeah for rugby league absolutely yeah. it's very close it's very close if you take the all blacks out of it who are the only rugby <laughs> team that we know <laughs> The All Blacks are the only rugby team in either code that any American knows because they have great branding yep. and, and bands yep. like Slayer where All Black. My brother's a big metalhead and my brother's had All Black shirts for years and he doesn't know. He didn't know a damn thing about rugby for yeah. decades. And well, he knows Jonah Lobo. But he yeah. knows the All Blacks because the guys in Slayer wear All Black shirts. Like there's a yeah. lot of Americans yeah. who know the All Blacks. The highest attended USA rugby game that does not involve the All Blacks was 2016. I was at this one. Uh, U.S. versus Ireland in 2016 at Red Bull Arena, 22,000 some odd, 22,000 to 100 something, right? Yeah. So, and again, we were talking about this off camera, how old everything is where I live. Uh, Harvard has been playing rugby in this country since 1872. So they had quite the head start. So to have a game come within 
touching distance. I mean, if if the if they had put that if they had put the Denver game on a day where the Rockies weren't playing, you probably would have had ten thousand more people there right off the bat. At least five thousand more people. Yeah. yeah. So that could have been especially in the rugby hub in Colorado. Like yeah. That. I mean, you you easily could have had five thousand more people if at least five thousand. I think ten thousand if the Rockies yeah. weren't playing. So that could have been a twenty nine thousand. You know. Like but yet nothing happened after that. No, but then nothing happened. But then nothing happened. And and oh, we could do a whole so, episode. We could do yeah. a whole episode. Yeah. Well, the, here's the plan, right? So we've reached out to a lot of people to comment on this, and we're currently compiling that. We're currently uh, scheduling on what would be uh, a, a, a various interviews with uh, key stakeholders. These key stakeholders, which we'll need to communicate together. Um, the plan moving forward is to have a compiled episode where we do nothing but talk about this because it is such a hot button topic because it will involve uh, a reform. It will involve uh, new board members. At least it should involve new board members. It, it that's, should. That's a, that's a whole other topic is, you know, the people who currently get to vote and can vote and who's up for nomination for voting to be on the board. That's a whole different topic of conversation. So should be able to move forward with that should be able to be discussed. There is so much to unpack. Um, I, I wish Romeo the best and hope that he oh, and Troy and Danny can kind of help write the ship. I, but I want to send him some cake or something. Like I want to like, send him a pizza. I know. So, so my, my big butt help write the ship with the help of new and hopefully some independent people unaffiliated with those entities. Take thoughts and opinions of those that are associated with rugby league that aren't just in the USARL. You need Cleveland. You need yeah. you know, LA. You need NARL. You need everybody. Yeah. You know, this is what they started doing. Continue right. to do that. Yeah. Continue to grow the game. And then people say like, oh, well, you know, you know, USA Rugby League hasn't had sponsorship and stuff. It's because it goes back to things that we continue to talk about on this show. We continue oh to talk God. about doing the right stuff, being stream active games. on social media, stream your games. Stream for the the games. We look forward to watching Delaware this weekend. I'm <laughs> so, very excited. I'm yeah. very excited. Um, go 13. Yeah. Big, big shout out to Tampa for streaming, for getting that game yep. up. That's good. Copperheads will have theirs up, you know, because they have good. That's just keep it up. Keep it up. Jacksonville. It's on, it's on you. Come Speed, on. It's on you now. Yeah. So. Like, come on. It's like, <laughs> I, I know it's you got to there's it, it's RLBC. Not, get on it. RLBC. Let's go. It, it's not. I'm not saying it's easy, but there is a level that sports fans in this day and age, especially in the United States and Canada, there is a certain level of accessibility that we have become accustomed to. With the magic of YouTube and eleven, I almost said my could you eleven sports who bought my could you, uh, I can literally watch, you know Bob's Bar of Sheboygan play, you know the Sheboygan Truck Drivers Union in a parking lot in Sheboygan. Okay, that gets streamed. You can watch pretty much anything. That, that that's just a basic minimum that that had. And Danny Hansen talked about that with with rugby league planet like that. It's just a basic minimum. If, if this is going to go anywhere, people are going to come in and, and there are people who, you know, I'm sure they're sure there are people who would invest, but they're going to ask you, you know, how are you streaming? How many people watch your games? And when you say you don't, then they're going to hang up on you. Yep. So, 
<laughs> oh man there we go an, an extra long version of today's episode that's for sure it's all dylan's fault <laughs> dylan any, any parting parting words parting shots <laughs> just going off what jim said on the social media and posting your rosters your the teams and competitions everyone quick summary in the community um no, no, no. Like, table. Like, like, oh. like, I was like, like, give a quick summary yeah. of like what happened in the match. Yeah, and then post your tables. Show us the rankings. So it's easier for me, Dustin, Jim, and Nate to put the awards together. And these aren't the final awards. These are just a watch list. This is round it's one. Right on the graphic. It was only <laughs> round one of the, gra- the, the awards. We still have the entire year to go. <laughs> it's only June, folks. It's like talking to baseball fans. It's only June. <laughs> this is, CFL fans. This is, just this, is a, this is like 162 games of baseball, but there are way more weeks in rugby league because this is go. not just the United States and Canada. This is Jamaica. Brazil. This is Brazil. Everywhere in between. We'll get there. Like, And we're trying to help gain exposure. This past week, I know it's not a lot of views, but we've gotten more views in the last few weeks and we have since I've taken over social media, which was back three months in Jan- late January, yeah. roughly around then. Like we've had more views now than we've had then. Yeah, people are and that was awards. Yeah. That was everything. Yeah. Well, nobody. And now that games are actually happening, yeah, it more views are getting onto it because people are actually paying attention. Right. That's- and going with what Jim said, it's not hard to film this phone. Right here. <laughs> I've streamed multiple rugby games 13. off of my phone. <laughs> yeah, on a tripod. <laughs> on my iPhone. You can do it. Might that be the exact iPhone. Yeah. It might be my previous iPhone. <laughs> but still. Yeah, it can be it's, done. Uh, it's Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Instagram Live. It may not be ideal, but it's something. Something is better. Something is always better than nothing. There you go. We and plead with you. Can, and graphics are not hard to make. You can use Canva or Google Slides. You, you should or Photoshop. Dylan, you should you should go on the you should go on Facebook and literally like lay it out. Yeah, you I use Google Slides. It's free. Yeah, Canva. There's a free option. Yeah, I use both. It's free. Yeah, that's I my, I do that. Ah, I'm gonna keep rambling. And there and if you don't want to download Photoshop, there's an online version that is for free. It's called Photopea. I use that. There you go. Because I am a I am a college student. I don't have money. <laughs> I do a lot of my stuff for free, but I do charge. There you go. But I enjoy what I do. And it's stuff I started in college with my college Instagram for my rugby team that are helping me get positions like here and with my semi-professional team I'm working with right now. It can be done. Stuff like that. Yep. It, it can be done. And it started all started with an idea with a couple of beers with my teammates. After our season ended early. Easy peasy. It's well, if a bunch of 21 and 20, uh, 21-year-olds can do it, I'm sure a bunch of 40-year-olds can do it. Whew, ouch. Oh, Jim, we got called out. Down Goddamn. <laughs> on, on, on that one, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna cut I'm not Dylan calling off. you guys I'm muting him right now. Uh, Jim, any parting, uh, parting words for the fans? No, I, 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 think, I think young master Dylan uh, covered, covered, the, uh, covered the gamut there. Uh, I... I I can't we all do, 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 uh, can we just get along? Could we please just yes. just just get along, guys? Like I know 
Things have happened. You don't have to sing Kumbaya. No, I'm not like, right. Listen, I'm not expecting people we, to like hang out and drink beers together because, man, no, I, just I know there's at least meet and discuss. Right. I yeah, know there's a lot of water. I know there's a lot of water under the bridge. I know there's a I, my good Lord. I, I know there's a lot going on, but but there has to be some kind of there's got to be some way that there's there's too few people to fight about this. They, yeah. We, they, if you take people born in this Especially country now. who know this sport, we would all fit in a couple of Ubers. So yeah, there's not enough of a this. This isn't like it would be one section of a stadium. Exactly, like a high school stadium, not even like a pro stadium. Yeah, this is not like not in college football. This isn't like in college football where you get like the league splitting off from the league. You know, the Pac-12 is stealing teams from the Midwest. You know what I mean? It isn't like that. It isn't that. It isn't big enough for that to occur. So. There's, there's got to be some way that, that we can at least hammer out a rough framework of a workable system where, you know, the, the governing body is overarching and beneath the governing body, there can be different, like God knows U.S. soccer oversees like five professional yeah. men's leagues at this point now, yeah. like, and they don't like each other at all. Uh, but they work together and they right they all get together for the open cup man if if the national independent soccer association which is a moving garbage fire can work with u.s <laughs> soccer to have their teams in the open cup there is no reason that you guys can't all hang out just just agree to exist and acknowledge each other so that's my those are go. my that's my takeaway well, on that one, I'm going to bring this lengthy episode to a close. I'm going to wish you all a fond adieu. If you want to follow us on the social medias, on the Instagram, we are the RLA Podcast. And on the Twitter, we're the Podcast RLA. Breath of the dial, Mr. Jim Powers. Thank That's you very me. much, thank Dylan Farachi. Thanks for joining us. Stay, stay up on the thank socials. You. I am Dustin Zare, the man with the mic on the Twitter. Come yell at me anytime. We appreciate it. It's been an eventful episode. Eventful episode. Lots to talk about. Stay tuned for more great things. This has been Rugby League in America. Rugby League in America.